Alright, let's do a mix of some things. Let's do a mix of some things. Yes. Uh, what does that even mean? Let's do a mix <clears throat> of some things. Alright, so my glass up. Glasses up. Okay, add the apple pie with some cinnamon. You don't want all of the apple pie? No, I want the apple pie with oh. some cinnamon. Apple pie. I love those little jars. They're adorable. 50 mils. Two ounces. Is that two ounces? Yeah. There's your little pork container that you needed for... That was two ounces. No, this is not going to work for my pores. Oh. You know how hard it would be to clean this? Get paint out of it? No, it's just run hot water in it. No, you can't run the... No, no, no. No paint down the down the tubes. I have a bucket for that. Now what do you do with the bucket? Then we have, we have to... There's a process to make the paint safe for the environment. Okay. And dry it and throw it away. But that's when the bucket's full. The bucket ain't full yet. Okay. And since most of our paint pours are drips, they're all getting caught in the thing. Okay. So I don't have to, I don't have anything to clean necessarily. Like I'm not washing anything. Now, when I do the paint brushes, I've now learned to clean in the jar of water. Let it sit a little while and kind of shake it and then go to the clear water, shake it, and it's done. Wipe it and it's good. No running it in the water at the sink thing. Okay. Alright, so you wanted some cinnamon. Yeah. Oh boy. I don't know how much. That's good. And then some rum chata in there. And then rum chata. You in this... Whiskey. I love me some rum and chata. I know, but it, I think my problem is the, the moonshine and chata. Why? Does this have to be shaken? I don't know. You can shake it. It's... A little ASMR for the folk. Rum chata ASMR. Say That's when. good. Let's give that a whirl. Just enough for Fridays? Mm -hmm. <laughs> on the glass. Just enough for Fridays. <clears throat> okay. That looks horrible. Why does it look horrible? Because it does. It looks like milk. It looks like dirty milk. Look that. We want to taste it. Find out. Um. Oh my. Oh yeah. Hmm. Um. You want more already? Hold on, I gotta take a minute. You need to take a minute. To do what? I think I'm just gonna have the... Save the flavor. This is good. Hello, bra brothers. <clears throat> I still don't know how to pronounce her name. Why is it? Maybe you shouldn't have shaken it like that. It looks curdled now. Maybe it's curdled because it got added to shine. Mm -mm. I add it to shine every week. And what does it matter if it's curdled? Well, Even if it is, what does it matter? I don't. Yeah, exactly. It don't. All right. The Brow Brothers is going to be 
probably gone. Maybe two. <coughs> maybe not. How much? How much of the playoffs I watch? All right. Hey, people. Here we eat. This tastes like apple pie with ice cream. Like vanilla bean ice cream. No, I don't want to sub. So we've been gone for a couple weeks. We gotta stop this couple week thing. Well, you've been you've been slacking. You've I been, was driving. You yeah, you Monday. were skipping town, is what you were doing. I did. I skipped town. You literally went out, and then all of a sudden you were gone. Yeah. Uh huh. It's a fact. Like you weren't even planning to. Like, what were you going out? What did you go out for? I took Keegan to her friend's house. Yeah, and then you kept on driving. I did. Kind of, what kind of sadness? But I got to hug Elon and sadness. Michelle. And that's important. Is it? Impromptu hugs are great. Impromptu hugs? It wasn't all that impromptu if you drove there. Well, I hadn't planned on driving but you, there. But you did plan and then drove. What do you mean I did plan and drive? You had to plan to drive. Once you made the decision to drive, you yes. then... Drove there. It, it wasn't, wasn't all that it, impromptu. It wasn't my intent when I left the house. But it was your intent once you decided to do it. Once I got to the driveway of the other place. Yeah. So I got a bunch of things on here. On the list. Oh, God. Why don't you guys shut up? I don't care about subbing for you. It's not going to happen. Apparently that, like, now I'm getting all of the sub things from the system. It's all in text messages. Why? What happened? I don't know. But they're, I'm not getting... I know I turned off all the phone calls. Because those are crazy. Mm -hmm. They're nonstop. But the... You did something much. It's just chunky now. Why do you care? You don't! Just keep sipping. What does it matter if it's chunky? Chew it. You act like it matters. <laughs> What's wrong? <That> was... <laughs> kind of strong? Look at you. That one was a little bit of a strong in my nose. Uh-huh. It's strong. It's milk. Yeah. All right, do the thing. Roll the intro. Number one on my list, I started to watch Bridgerton. And? I'm still in the first season. Haven't gotten to the second season yet. But I'm really happy that it did not build... Spoilers for anybody who has not watched Bridgerton and actually cares. Because I don't even care. Um, but that the wedding mm. wasn't the last thing... In yeah, the last yeah, yeah. episode thing, yeah. like they just got right to it and then moved on, right? And it wasn't a big deal. Yeah, yeah, I like that. That that was probably my favorite part of the show so far. 
is the fact that it wasn't like, oh, we're going to have this thing that leads up to a wedding. And it's like, you know what? I've seen that show so many times. Yeah. Um, what else we got? Oh, yeah. Was not feeling happy about my very unproductive week after spring break. I enjoyed your spring break. I actually got to go into work late a couple days. You said you enjoyed my spring break. I did because I had that to, up. That's not to, the way it's supposed to work. I had the car, so I didn't have to go in at 6.15 every day. It was nice. What time did you go in? 9.30 and 9 Yeah, but why? That had nothing to do with my spring break. Sure it did. I would have the car. Normally, I'm at work. You could go to work every day at 9. But then how are you getting home? No, I didn't say you took the car. I'm just saying you could go to work at 9 every day. No. <laughs> I'm not no. paying. I, I'm, I have enough <laughs> pay for a car payment and then pay for an Uber, too. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, Aaron does. Aaron doesn't pay a car payment. But he pays for an Uber. Yeah, but his Uber is $6. Mine is 20 or more. So anyway, I wrote on here, art was made, seven paintings, woodworking was limited, I made the drying rack and the laptop stand, and I still feel like I wasted a week. Why do you feel that way? What are you supposed to do on spring break? I guess more. Why? To sell. But you just found how many paintings? Ten? Well, that was yesterday. That had nothing to do with spring break. Okay, but still. Why? Why do you feel like when you're on vacation, you Because I wasn't really on vacation. You I was just not going vacation. to school. As far as I was concerned, I needed to get a whole lot of stuff done. Because when I'm going to school every day, it's very... It's super hard for me to come... To leave there, come here, get something to eat. And then jump into doing another thing. It's super difficult. Yeah, I understand. Because it's like you just want to relax and and. And by the time you do get started, you gotta leave again to go exactly. get all, all of us. Because sometimes it can take, it can take up to an hour just to get all the paint ready to do a pour. Mm -hmm. It takes way longer to get the paint ready for a pour than it does to do the pour. Yeah. The pour is like. A short amount of time, twenty minutes or less, right. maybe fifteen minutes or less. It's super short because you've already made all the decisions because you did it when you made the colors and then you right. when you made the stuff to go into the pour and you know you've kind of decided what it was gonna be and then when once you once it gets on the canvas, then you're just like okay I'm gonna move this here, move that there, maybe add this, push that, add a little bit of stuff here or there. I'm getting calls. Hello? Oh my god. Oh, I forgot. I have a thing. Shh, shh. This is the call that I said that I turned off. Dang, they must be desperate if they're overriding that. I don't know if they can override it. 
That's crazy. Um, I forgot I have a thing at Walgreens that need to be picked up. Why didn't you pick it up? You literally just got back here. I completely forgot. It's just the spacer for my inhaler. Yeah, but you won't use the inhaler until you get it. Which you could have been using all this time. No, because I don't even know when I'm supposed to use the inhaler. You didn't contact the people that told you to get it? No. I mean, they don't have email? No. They don't have email? They might have email, but, but I don't have email. Really? Can't you send messages through the MyChart no, thing? They're independent. They aren't oh. part of the MyChart. I asked them that. Don't they have a tape-driven answering machine? We'll hold it up. <laughs> Maybe a fax machine in their we'll office. We'll hold it up. Because, <laughs> you know, you can email to a fax machine. We'll hold it up. <laughs> so wow. this week I was answering somebody and answering a question, and they were asking something, and I went to answer in Spanish. And then they in your perfect gringa? Well, they were asking something in Spanish, so I was answering in Spanish. And then they asked me something else, and I went to change languages, and I was stuck in the middle of languages. Like, I couldn't complete the word in a single language. It was the weirdest. Like, the last time I felt that was when we were in Benchy, when I had a word salad moment in the front of the class. It was so strange. I think you enjoyed it. Well, they kind of looked at me like, did you just have a glitch? And I was like, I think I might have had a glitch. It was a glitch in the Matrix, man. It wasn't me. It was very weird. Like, I literally had to close my eyes and, like, concentrate for a second to figure out what I was trying to say and in which language. Because English wasn't coming out of my mouth. It was very strange. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, I do that with Keegan sometimes. If I want her to know something that I don't want the rest of the staff to know, I'll speak to her in a different language. And she'll just answer me in English and move on about her day. <clears throat> and I had one staff member say to me, I just don't know what you guys are saying. And I said, well, that's kind of the point. Because the first time I came in, I spoke to her in Mandarin. And then the second time I came in, I spoke to her in French. And she just kept looking back and forth because Keegan kept answering in English every time. And she's like, I just don't know what you're saying. I'm like, well, yeah. And I speak to one of the infants in Spanish and Mandarin every day. Because she, her mom is Mexican and Chinese and speaks both languages. It's just weird sometimes when you get a glitch. Then you become that cat in the matrix. Alright. <laughs> uh, what else do I have here? University of North Carolina was not the national champion. Um, this is all old news because, you know. Because I took a week off. Yeah, it would have been new news. New word news yeah. last week. Um, so did you hear about this? Will Smith slapped somebody. 
Did you hear about this? I heard it. You did? Yep, I heard all about it. I have zero feelings about it, really. Will Smith, oh God, you, that, uh, you no. I don't care. You have, you have feelings. Everybody's got feelings. I don't care. The entire world has feelings. I don't care. Anyway. Between them. He would. Who's them? Him and Chris. That's all. Yeah, that's not really what happened. It wasn't between them. It really wasn't. Um. I think it was between Will and Jada. I don't think Chris had anything to do with it. He was just a slappy. Um, but the Oscars banned him for 10 years. I think that's ridiculous. See, this is the problem. He does something wrong. He makes this whole incident about him because, you know, it was never about, it had nothing to do with him from the beginning, right? So he inserted himself into it. Now he gets to be the victim. And people are going to come out on his side because well, he was wrong. And everybody says he was wrong. Mm-hmm. But then the band seems like, wait a minute. Now, what about all the other people that did horrendous, uh-huh, horrible uh-huh, things that's what all, all this time? Harvey and Weinstein. All and, of them. And Woody Allen. There's, all, there's all the, list, other. the list is ridiculous. But Will and they've Smith never done I, anything to those people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the now. The difference is. He ain't a rich white man. I, I'm, I just don't get it. I really don't. I don't get it. It's get like it. now they've they have totally made him the victim yeah. in this whole saga because most people are gonna just be against the Oscars just because of this. And it's like, well, what if he? I mean, I don't know what other events. The Oscars well, holds outside of this one event. I don't know, like the the award ceremony. I don't know if they have other events. I don't know if it's a big blow to not go to those events when you're a Will Smith. Like if you're younger. Does this mean that he can't be nominated? No. Nope. Does it mean that he just can't be in the building? He can't go to the events. Oh well, who the hell cares? You know, somebody was joking. It's like you know, what they should have done is made him host it for ten years. Oh, that would have been awful. He's like, that would have been punishment. Yeah. Or they would have said that you had to be there for 10 years. You know, that that's punishment. Not, not, but that was the joke. But, you know, this idea that, um... Why do have his mask under his chin? Oh, everybody does that. Um, Stupid. I just don't, I don't get... I, I get that they wanted to... I don't know, make an example out of the clean cut guy that I, I just don't get it. I don't I don't get how it made how it made anything better. It didn't. They just had to see it look like they were doing something. But I guess that's my that's one of my biggest issues is I don't see how this helps It doesn't. Anything. You know. It's crazy. Um, I wrote in here: Ukraine is still under siege, and why isn't the West engaging Russia? Why? Why do you miss Keith? All you do is go to his Twitter page. Well, because I want to see Keith 
have a breakdown. I want to have him. I want to see Keith go off and lay out all the facts like he used to do on the TV. You can tell him that, you know. I will. I'll tell. And him. he does videos all the time. I just miss seeing him all, all every night. I like Keith. He's smart and he tells it like it is. Okay. I thought that's what the Rachel was for. I miss Rachel too. Why do you miss something that is on TV? Because I can't stay awake long enough to watch What are you talking her? about? You are awake when she comes on. No, I am not. I am in bed at 841. Bed o'clock is 841. <laughs> 841. Rachel comes out at 9. I have been long but asleep. It is past bed o'clock. You could be like me. I used to... I, I, I would listen to... Rachel when I would come out to get you guys. I mean, that's a good idea because honestly, I miss Rachel a lot. Like I haven't really you don't had have to miss it. It's literally on your phone. I know, but I haven't listened to her since we left Egypt. Oh my God! It's on your phone. Because okay, part of it is I enjoy that time that we spend together, even if it's just listening to the podcasts. I enjoyed that. That's. Like so thing. you weren't really listening to Rachel. You didn't I care was, about Rachel. I care about Rachel. You just wanted somebody else to be in the room while you listened to no, Rachel. No, I just... <laughs> I want somebody else to play the Rachel. What? I, no, it's not even somebody else. It's you. I want to be in the room with you. It's something that we did together. <sighs> you got to let that go. I don't want to... I mean, no. My point is, if you're trying to actually listening to the the what she has to say about what's going on... If that's what you really want, who else is there is irrelevant? Because that's what you want. It doesn't sound like that's what you want. You don't care about what she talks about. <laughs> she could be up there going, and you wouldn't care. Because you were never listening to her in the first place. That's not true. I listen to her. I enjoy her. Okay, if that's the case... Like, she, you know she disappeared and then she just yes, came I back, know. right? Yes, I know. I just saw the tweet last week saying, see you tonight. Yeah, she she went on hiatus, but now she's saying she doesn't need the rest of the hiatus, so she's just back. Good for her. But, you know. And you got, what was his name? Ari? Fleischer? Fleischer? Yeah. And, you know, all the rest of them that are on MSNBC doing the exact like same too. thing. I'm not a big fan. Who I like Joy, but what was the white woman who looks like the Crypt Keeper? Huh? She's got blonde hair. That's on for Rachel? No, 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 uh, no. I don't know if she's on for Rachel. I think she comes on before Joy. I don't know. I don't, I don't watch MSNBC. So I like to listen to I don't her. even know what most of these people look like. Listen, you know what the best part about being here is when our children see Chuck Todd on TV and are like, no, he doesn't have a face. He just has a voice. He doesn't have a face. It's so funny because they'll be like, oh, that's who that, that's what they look like? Like the Jerome guy. <coughs> that's what he looks like? So funny. Uh, I don't know. I my I mean I listen to Rachel while I'm doing paint pours. I listen to um, uh, Bill while I'm doing stuff like that. 
because I can just have it playing and I can yeah do other stuff. I mean, I listened to like five episodes one day just because you know I can skip through the the their little commercial break things, so it's not really all that long and. And if you really want to get crazy, you can bump up the speed of the thing and listen to it faster. No. Oh, yeah. I've done that. I do that with YouTube videos sometimes. Especially if they're like slow talkers. So they're mm. talking slowly already. Yeah. And you bump it up to like one and a half times. So they're now they're And they're just at a regular, like speed. regular speed. And then and you can watch them build something or make something or whatever. Um... Okay, what else we got here? Yeah, so the Ukraine thing, you saw that Ukraine sunk a Russian ship. Yep, good for them. And then the Russian military said that it wasn't Ukraine that sunk the ship, but that there was a an accident on board that that made the ship sink, either igniting their the ammunition or munitions on the ship itself. And then they moved their fleet away from out of the range of Ukraine. It's like, why did you move the rest of your fleet if Ukraine didn't do anything? Right. So, there is that. I, I, I'm finding it interesting that Russia can't beat Ukraine. Um, I'm also finding it interesting that, uh, what was it? Sweden and Finland might join NATO. Huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I saw that this week. Yeah. I saw Sweden had petitioned to join NATO and I was like oh hell yeah. if Russia did all this nonsense because NATO was encroaching now they're pushing other countries to join NATO Yep. that backfired Yep. it's going to be Russia and Belarus that are going to be sitting there with NATO literally all around them yeah that was woo that was not smart I was when I saw that come across my my phone, I was like, these fools. And of course, I work with young people who don't know anything about anything. So they they don't understand what a big deal it is that Switzerland is joining NATO. That was, that was you know. And that Sweden is joining NATO. And that was so, uh, what was it? Sweden has been... neutral what was it it was like 200 years or something damn and finland had been neutral for 75 years damn something like that. it was something weird it was large numbers like that and now they don't want to be because they i mean if russia can attack its neighbors that's not in nato yep that are not in nato then everybody who's not in nato is it's, as a target yep and there's something in Finland's past where they were part. Finland was given to Russia after at some point, and then it got its independence from Russia, and was it's that? been neutral ever since. Was that? Hold on. I can't remember the exact reasoning, but I remember watching something about the history and why why it's such a big deal that Finland would make this move now uh, after not doing it for such a long time um, but yeah 
I, I'm sorry, but Russia, I think everything that Russia was trying to accomplish, they've kind of... In 1808, they took over, Russia took over Finland. Yeah, Let's see. In the war against Sweden. Because Finland was a part of Sweden, well, right? Well, it says, Before the that. Russian Empire waged up the Finnish war against the Kingdom of Sweden... To protect the Russian Russian capital, St. Petersburg, and eventually led to conquest and annexation of Finland and its conversion into the autonomous buffer state. So there you go. Yeah, there. I I don't know. I. And again in 1940. I really don't understand why why the Western world. Is allowing Russia to do this. I really don't understand. They could stop. They could literally stop them. They should. And I don't see why why it's not happening. Our tax dollars are already going towards sending whatever they're sending. And I think, what was it, 800 million? Yep. 800 million dollars, something around there that they were sending. Not billion, but million. Um, last week... So, yeah. Um, at the same time as the United States sending money, more money and resources to Ukraine, the video of the Grand Rapids Police Department officer killing Patrick Loyola, Loyola, Leoya. I can't say his name well. Um, was French? I don't. He's Congolese. So French. Uh, it's L Y O Y A. Loyola. Um. That tape got released this week. Um. Did you watch it? Nope. You should have watched it. No. Um. I don't know if I need to see another man murdered. No, but it's the situation. I know that um, he was I've tased. To, I know no, that he was beaten. He was not tased. Um, you need to watch it. See, this is why you have to watch it. They put it out there. You, everybody's going to have their spin and take, and people are going to say things that it's just not. So much of what people even thought was true prior to it, most of it wasn't true. Um, but the big issue. I think was a lack of communication, like actual Words. language barrier, uh. and um, cops that are into telling black and brown people that they must obey them instead of de-escalating the situation. Yeah, that is the. I think that is the takeaway from all of this because. There was no reason. There was no reason to for the cop to grab the guy. There was no reason for the cop to chase the guy. There was no reason for him to try to take him down. There was no reason for any of what we saw happen. He didn't have to do anything. He could have just stood by the car and let this dude stand by the car. He didn't have to do anything. So the fact that he did something, then it all escalates yeah. from there. 
I thought that he had his hands cuffed or zip tied because when they gets up and he walks away, uh, Patrick's hands are behind his back and nobody holds their own hands behind their back. Yeah. So he, at one point he pins them to the ground and, and it seems like at that point he would have flipped over. No, no, he would have gotten him yeah. cuffed or zip tied. Yeah. Um, He tried to tase him twice. Never did. How did he not come? Because the guy grabbed the taser. They were that close together. You see? And then... um, But the whole time he keeps saying, stop resisting, stop resisting. And the guy keeps saying, okay, okay, okay. And in my world, because of where we lived... When people just say okay like that, they, they don't, don't know understand. what you're saying. Yeah, he didn't understand the words coming from the police officer's mouth. Exactly. He did not, the language was not there. He was we not understanding. We have enough experience with second language learner to know that okay means it. I don't know what the fuck you're saying. And. And the smile and the shaking of the head and the, I haven't seen this video. You need to see the videos. When they, when the, when the city of Grand Rapids put it on their live on their YouTube channel, um, it was there are multiple videos. There's the cam, uh, the body camera. Then there was um, like a nest door cam from across the street. There was the camera from the car, and then there was a camera of the the other guy that was there in the car from his cell phone, which. Shows almost nothing except for him getting shot in the head. Back of the head. And I, I'm sorry, but the cop was way wrong. I mean, there's no, there's no, there's nothing about the video that could lead anyone to believe because he didn't, he didn't have to do any of what he did. Yeah. Um, but he didn't have to, like, he could have just stayed where he was and he never had to fire at he never needed to. He was never in danger. Right. So that that to me is the problem like you you didn't have a reason to pull your gun in the first place and then to shoot because he didn't shoot by accident. You see? Mm. And so there it was just not it was it was a bad it was bad situation all the way around. Now, like what I was talking to with my students, because I we're we're literally talking about a clash of cultures in our culture class, yeah. and that's exactly what this was. Yeah. And that's the next thing that we're we're going to be dealing with is when cultures come together, what happens? Now yeah. we're watching Fiddler on the Roof, so you get to see when cultures come together and what potentially happens. And this to me just screamed two different cultures coming together because as soon as the cop pulls him over, he stops and gets right out of the car. Because that's what you do in the Congo. And that... And then he's screaming at him to get back in the car. And... He, it's like... One, if a guy gets out of the car... Clearly he has nothing. But clearly... He clearly had nothing. But he didn't reach for anything. 
So he never made a, a motion yeah, like he yeah. was going for something. And then you're yelling at him to get back in the car. If he had something, it would be in the car. Yeah. Why would you tell him to get back in the car? Now, the guy never got in the car, most likely because he didn't really understand him that well. Right. And he kept asking, why did he pull him over? Which is also a, not a thing that we do as right. black folks in America. You don't ask those questions. You get pulled over because that it's guy felt like pulling black. you over. Yeah. Um, and then he asked him for his license, and the guy goes to get his license from the glove box. Men don't put their license in the glove box. So at that point, that officer could have just stopped right there. He should he have didn't, stopped right there. He didn't there. have to do anything after that because... There was obvi an obvious language barrier. You know, he wasn't really understanding everything that he was saying. Um, this guy is obviously not driving with a license. Um, if he had any any other paper information, yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe he didn't know what it was or he couldn't, pr he couldn't produce it. Yeah. Even if it was in the car, he probably wouldn't have been able to get yeah. it out. Um, he could have waited for backup. He, he could have de-escalated the situation and said, okay, then let's relax for a minute, wait for someone else to come. Because he's out there by himself. And, you know, cops being out there by themselves, and you got this black dude and you, and you're in the hood, because it was just a couple streets over from us. And, you know, you you feel, you're, you're already worried and threatened. Yeah. Which is... Amazing, because you're the one walking around with the gun. Um, but my biggest issue, outside of all of that stuff, is why did he pull him over originally? And the original reason that he pulled him over was because his license plate didn't match the car. My next question is, how'd you know that? Because they run it. Which one? Which car? Which car do you run? The guy hadn't done anything wrong yet. So why were you just out there running license, license plates? plates? Yep. Why would you be doing that? Mm -hmm. What do you mean? Mm -hmm. Who does that? Who just Who just sits in a neighborhood running license plates? Plate you know what I mean? And so therein lies another, a whole nother problem. Yep. I think. Um, I don't know why, why this guy was doing that. And that's the question I think people need to ask. Because if cops are just going to sit in neighborhoods running license plates? What? Then why'd you let him get in the car? Why'd you let him get in the car and start driving then? Because yeah. that means if you ran the license plate, you there was nobody in the car when you did it. You know what I mean? It's such a weird situation. Wait, nobody was in the car when they when he ran the license plate? He, that's what I'm saying. He, the guy got, you see the car take off, and then you see the cop pull in behind him, and then the guy is driving normally and doesn't break any laws or anything, and then he pulls him over because the license plate doesn't match the car. It's like, uh, why did you ever let him start driving? Yeah, that's something fishy there. So, hopefully something comes out. And if people are going to protest, that that's what I would be focused on. It's like, why why were you ever looking at this car unless there was something from before? Right. You know? 
And of course, they don't show any dash camera information about him watching this car or whatever. Right. Like, why would you be doing that? Yeah. You know? So, I don't know. There's a lot. There's a lot in this situation that's bad. But to me, it's a a lack of ability by cops to de-escalate. Yeah. Because that's a training thing. Yep. That's something you learn how to do as counselors, as teachers. You're always de-escalating, mm -hmm. and you know that you get to a turning point in any conversation where you can, I can make this worse. Yeah. Or I can just calm this down and just yeah. relax. And I, mean, I do that in my job when talking with upset parents. Right. You know, I know how to I know how to calm them down and and move it into a positive space versus escalating it and, and turning it into a, you know, shit show. But I think that's where cops have the problem that it's not about trying to make black and brown people obey you. Because we're the only people that you're trying to make obey you. Yeah. I've seen multiple situations where people, white folks, white men mostly, are acting an ass, have a gun out, yeah. doing all kinds of things, and white cops will stand around trying to de-escalate. Yeah. And will not do anything to that person. Yeah. And eventually get the gun from them and get... This guy was not armed. Jesus. You see? That's what I... And that's what I think the biggest problem is. It's like an unarmed black man is more dangerous than an armed white man. Yep. Or an unarmed black man is worth far less. Man. So he should be killed. Than the white man who's standing there waving the gun at you. Or the knife or the, yeah. you know, whatever. You're, he is literally threatening you. Bomb strapped to his chest. But no, we got to talk him down. Yeah. You know, and that, I think that's where the issue really lies in most cities and most places. And that's why we're seeing what we're seeing from these cops and these videos and all of this stuff is they they're not viewing the situation as equal. Yeah. They're looking at it like one is a terrible, horrible threat that must be controlled and stopped, and the other one is someone that's valuable and that needs to be talked down and talked off the ledge. Yeah. Um... have much. The NBA playoffs have begun. Which is on right now. Nets and Boston. Nets versus the Celtics. Watch a couple blowout games yesterday. My Sixers are in the playoffs. Ooh. My Bulls are in the playoffs. Ooh. What? It's amazing. I haven't watched NBA basketball in so long. Me neither. That's why I'm like, you know, all over it. Plus, you know, college is over and there's no football and I don't watch baseball and I don't watch hockey. So, <laughs> yeah. we don't watch tennis and we don't watch golf. Damn sure don't watch no golf. I mean, if I want to take a good nap, I put on some golf. Oh, uh, if I want to take a good nap, I put on bowling. a baseball game. Bowling. Oh, I like watch bowling. No. No. Oh, what's funny about that, um... 
Um, Jared Fronos. Yeah. Froto. He was in Grand Raggedy. He was? Yeah, because he was following a bowling guy. Oh. <laughs> and it was like one of the... Was it Grand Rapids? Yeah, I think it was Grand Rapids. He was definitely have... he was definitely in Michigan. Well, yeah, didn't it, there was no way for anybody to know like it wasn't like a thing like I'm going. Yeah. It was a thing I had gone. Right. You know, here are the photos. Um but it was a PGA thing that he was at, I believe. PGA? No, not PBA. Yeah. Pro Bowling Association. Yeah. Um PGA's golf. Yeah. Um so, yeah, yeah. What else we got here? Yeah, I'm I'm watching the NBA and they're just sad. Why does this guy sad, keep falling down? He's falling down like six times. It's a sad game. Oh, the the, the flopping. The, this is not the, soccer, oh, he, people. He touched me and I'm gonna fall down and make it look like a foul. The it, it's it, I I mean. I don't know. This is not. This is. This is not like '90s basketball at all. This is prima donna basketball. It really is. And some of the you should you should see some of the rules that are out there today. Um, if a guy is breaking away and he's out in front and he's dribbling down the court and you foul him from the back, it's like two two shots in the ball as opposed to. Just a, a regular on the floor foul. I mean, they. I, it, it's like no. There's just. There, like I said, it's prima donna basketball. It's it's it's. Let's call it the entitlement NBA, because that's really what it what it looks like to me. Like like these players, most of these players could not exist with the bad boys. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? They couldn't exist in the '90s. They're just. They're you know. They're it's prima donna basketball. It really is, you know, and it's a lot of it is outside of the three point line. Lots of lots of shots. Not a lot of grinding down in the paint, which is fine. I think you have to. I think as a as a team, you need to have both sides of that yeah. coin. But that hard nosed kind of basketball where guys are actually tough yeah not faking tough yeah no i don't know i it's funny because you listen to the way they talk about players of the 80s and 90s Mm -hmm. and early 2000s and a lot of things that you hear people say is if this player was playing today they would average like double yeah. Or whatever it was. So double the rebounds or yeah. double the points or double the assists because these guys just don't play this way right. anymore. It's like it went backwards instead of going forwards. They didn't get better. It just got worse. Um, all right, what else we got? Ah, outer range. What is outer on range? Prime, on Prime. What is that? It's got Josh Brolin. Who's that? I know the name. Thanos. Ah, okay. Samwise Gamgee's big brother in Goonies. Uh Uh-huh. 
<laughs> See, when you put it in words like that, I understand. Um, and you know we got, um, what you call it, coming up. We got Obi-Wan coming up. Uh-huh, we got... Picard is on now. What are you talking about? Because you are so slacking. That's the truth. There's I like the seventh episode or eighth episode or whatever. Moon Knight is doing the damn thing. We've already gotten halfway of that. There's only six episodes of Moon Knight. I think Picard is seventh episode just happened this week. Have you watched them all? Hell yeah! What are you talking about? This is the stuff I'm talking about. What do you mean? What do you... What do you think I would do? Not be watching it like you? Oh hell no! I got to. I got to. The, the story must continue. I've already. Uh, Discovery's over. <laughs> Discovery ended like two, three weeks ago. <laughs> Discovery has been has come and gone. The new ep- The new season. Picard is on the seventh. Yeah, I don't know how many more episodes are in Picard. Um, the, the, oh, what's it called? That's it. There it is. That's the show I'm talking about with Josh Brolin. Yeah, it's like cowboy sci-fi-ish. Weird things are happening. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, out of range. Um... There's I don't a ever new. Watch anything there's. On Amazon. You should. There's some well, good shit on there. Upload is good. Okay, I can't you watch like anything on Amazon on the TV upstairs because it's logged into your mother's account and she doesn't have Prime. And then if I log into ours, it logs out of hers because you can't be logged into it's two at the, at the same, same time. time. And so, I just don't. And then, but I, you know you have an iPad. But we can't cast to but her. But you also television. have a computer. Nobody else wants to watch these things but you. But I would rather watch it on the TV than on my Why? lap. Why? Why? Because I would rather. What was that? <laughs> the Wheel of Time. The Wheel of Time. Did you finish that show? Of course I did. I started that one. It was pretty good, but I didn't yeah. watch it on my iPad on my lap. And put your headphones in and do it. It's not. It doesn't change the experience. It literally does not change the experience. I mean, come on! They have another sip of my curdled drink. Um. Ooh, nice. Um. What's the other thing? Upload on Amazon Prime. You might like that. That's a good show. Second season just ended, or at least I finished watching the second season. I think they, I think all of those go up at the same time. This is a really good mix. Too bad at Kurt. Oh, and you definitely should be watching The Boys. What's that one about? That's the one where the uh, the superheroes sort of that work for a corporation. And the Man of High Castle was good. I finished that. Tales from the Loop is good. I'm telling you, man, there's 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 some good stuff on Prime. The Boys is definitely worth Wheel of Time. 
Um, I started watching, I think I finished The Boys Diabolical. That's pretty good. You were watching Halo, right? I'm watching Halo right now. That's coming out every every week. Is that a, is this a second season of that? Halo? No. It just started. What were you watching when we were in Mexico that was kind of sci-fi? Um, I, I thought I recognized some of the actors in the Halo that were from the other show that you watched in Mexico. Mexico was a long time ago. I know. It was Puebla. I don't know the name of it. I just know it was sci-fi. I watch a lot of sci-fi. You do. Um, there's the one with the rings. I think that might have been it. Like, there was... I think that's on... Gold. There was a lot of... It's like futuristic yeah. people living out in space. Yeah. And there was like a gold queen something. Young black woman. Gold? What? I don't know. I, did I hear words? I only saw... Okay, the woman, that the gold queen thing, that's from Wheel of Time. That's black. Yeah. She's black and then she's wearing all gold. And... I haven't seen that, enough of that. I only have seen one or two episodes of that. I saw the episode, I saw up until she tells them they have to leave, the four of them. Oh, God. That's the very beginning. It's okay, like that's, first, I haven't seen anything first else. First or second episode. I wanted to watch Turning Red yesterday, but Aaron preferred to watch some um, British, so we, we watched. Oh, and I watched all, uh, the, all the old knives, which was good. You should watch 8 out of 10 Cats Does Countdown. What? You should watch 8 out of 10 Cats Does Countdown. It's freaking hilarious. I don't even know what you're saying. 8 out of 10 Cats Does Countdown. That don't even sound like English. British. It's hilarious. British. It's not hilarious. It's fucking so British. Don't even don't even funny. act like British don't even act like British things are funny. Listen, we were dying yesterday. Yeah, you might have been dying, but it wasn't funny. So funny. No. Stop yourself. Hilarious. No, not hilarious. I, British comedies are very, I very love, much not not all that funny. I love my BritBox subscription. I love it. Mm -hmm. That is a six dollar I am. You haven't even seen the Tomorrow War yet. What is that? Dude. That doesn't sound like something It's I... really good. Yeah, it's something you'd like. It's really good. See, we, we've been telling you about all these things all along. It's just that we tell you and then you're like, oh no, I don't want to watch that. And then you forget about it. And then we come back later on and say, you should watch that. That should be I mean, how that's that probable. Works. No, that's, that's, that's what's happening. I'm, I'm assuming you're correct. Because Invincible was also good. There's a bunch, a bunch of then this. I'm reason I'm saying all of this is this is all stuff from Prime. Yeah, and I don't watch Prime. Right, that's what I'm saying. You need the to last time I check watched it out, anything man. on Prime was in. Egypt. You haven't even seen Coming to America yet. Yes, I have too. Good. Oh boy, I was about to say, you you'd be a sad. He and I cracked up one Saturday morning watching that. Yes, I have. And you haven't seen Good Omens. You really want to see Good Omens. That's got your uh, Marty Crouch. Barty. Barty Crouch Jr. Or yeah, Barty, I am. The, what is it? It's the one of the um, 
Doctors. Doctors. Yeah, Doctor him. Who He's died. in it. Hardy Crouch Jr. Yeah. What's his real name? Uh. Uh. What is his real name? Uh. David Tennant. He's got Francis McDormand, David Tennant, and Michael Sheen. It's also got John Hamm and a bunch of other people. It's good. I only know them if I know their characters. Oh, and you didn't watch Carnival Row yet. No. That's a fairy thing. I watched something with Keegan about fairies. and. That's probably that. I don't think so. That doesn't sound familiar. You, you, you. I wa- and I was waiting for season two to... Because Keegan and I watched the entire, entire season. Like I said, there's a lot of there's a lot of good stuff on Prime. Um, I, I wouldn't say everything is good, but there's a lot of you know like things in the genres that you like. They have at least, I'd say, three to five different things that in their originals that you'd probably be into. Yeah, I haven't seen Carnival Row. That's a good one. I'm looking at the photos now, but what is the... And the Netflix, of course, has got a bunch of stuff going on. And the Hulu, you haven't been watching the Abbott Elementary? No, I have not. And there's a lot of good stuff on the Hulu, because I've been catching up on my 30 for 30 on the Hulu. Wink Saga. That's what I watched. Fate. Right? I don't know what that is. Fate. You watched it. Oh, and what's the thing I just watched? The big one. The big one. The thing that's big right now. That you definitely... I told you... Severance. Definitely need to watch Severance. If if you have not watched Severance yet, you definitely need to watch Severance. That's the... That's that's the... That's the business right now. I'm waiting for a Better Call Saul. The new season hasn't started yet. Um, but I like Better Call Saw just waiting for the new season to come out um, I kind of was watching the Peaky Blinders and then I kind of disappeared from there Stranger Things is coming up here next month uh, same time as as Obi-Wan They haven't even released a date yet for Fate Season 2. Maybe the summer of 2022. But I liked that. That was a good show. Keegan had me watching it with her. And you haven't watched Lucifer? No. Shadow and Bone. Uh, Did I start that? (laughs) Space Wars. I think I started the book of Shadow and Bone. Okay. the book. We're not talking about books here. This is not Karen's book. I prefer the book. You didn't watch Lost in Space or The Witcher. Or the Umbrella Academy. I saw one episode of the Umbrella or Academy. Or Raising Dion, which it did, did. I saw one episode or two episodes <laughs> of Raising Dion. I don't Seeing one and two episodes, that's not how you watch TV. And you know that um, Blackish's season finale either happened already or is about to happen. No, not season finale. Show finale. Okay. And lock and key. 
and Black Mirror and the movies that made us yeah there's a bunch you got a bunch alright you, you got to do a book club oh I, I haven't finished the book but I'm reading hold on let me get here open my book club I'm reading Beneath Stone and Sacrifice um, by Melissa Wright. I've probably read whew, maybe 20 or so of her books. Um, she's good for um, she's good for for um, series of books. Uh, I've read her Frey series. Um, I've read the um, Between Ink and Shadow series, which is what I'm reading right now. Um, the Before the Crown series. Uh, I've I literally probably read at least 20 of her books. I really enjoy her writing style, um, but this one is the third book of this particular series. Uh, let me see here if I can tell you the name of the series. It's called Between Ink and Shadow series. So the four, first one is Between Ink and Shadows, and then Before Crown and Kingdom, and this one is Beneath Stone and Sacrifice. So, um, it's the third book that deals with uh, a usurper and murder and magic. All the fun stuff. That's it? That's it for the book club? Well, I was looking at this particular author because I've, I've literally read more, probably at least 20 of her books. Maybe even more? You're asking? I'm, I'm, I'm looking. I'm like, about to say, I think you're the only one that can answer that question. So let's see what. Yeah, it, it probably 20 at least. Which a lot of her stuff you can get on um, iBooks. You can get the first one for free. Sometimes you can get like a compilation or a grouping of of her books. So you might get if there's like 13 books in a series, you might be able to get book one through three for free, and then you buy the next ones, which is fun because then you you, you at least get in and and kind of get to know the characters and the the world before you commit to spending any money. Got anything else for the book club? Um, that's it? No, that's it. I mean, for right now, I've been working a lot. Uh, the last time I read, a, I ran a report, I had literally worked um, seven weeks more than I had been employed. The, the number of hours. So, 
I work a lot and I'm tired. I'm getting to a point now by like Wednesday or Thursday, I'll start to leave a room to go do the next thing and I step outside the door and I don't know where I'm going or what I was doing. Better take some ginseng or something. I better take some time off. I'm tired. I don't know if time off is your problem. I think you need to have a better schedule. Because yeah. taking time off will not solve your problem. Well, the two days that I went, like the day, that week that I went in at 9.30 and 9. Yeah, see? I wasn't as exhausted mentally by the end of the week. By Friday at 5 o'clock, I was still going. Like That's what I'm saying. you got to have a better deal, schedule. But... You can't work 12 hours a day, five days a week. And starting in May, I have children that will be there till 6.30 p.m., which makes it even more difficult no, it doesn't if I'm make staying it more, there it, until... It, it doesn't make it more difficult. You have to schedule yourself with a better schedule, and that means you have to have the staff in order to schedule yourself at a schedule that's appropriate. Yeah. That's your problem. Well, not, also, it's not. It's it doesn't staffing. matter how long this. It doesn't matter how long the center is open. Your schedule needs to be forty hours. Or forty-five, but not sixty. I don't think it should be forty-five. It should be forty hours. Why do you? Th- why would you say forty-five? That's still more. It is more, but it's more realistic than sixty. Sixty-five hours per week. Okay. But like I'm saying, you know, you've got to, you've got to somehow get the staff now. Now that's where the the problem lies. So this week I had three interviews scheduled. Two didn't show even after one rescheduled because she thought she booked it on another day. And then one uh, like set up the time and then just didn't show. And then the other one I sent her an offer letter. But once she found out she has to pay for fingerprints and her um, training and her CPR no, she said I can't afford to work for you which is fair this is a thing that I've been fighting with the owner since the beginning I've been doing this type of thing for so long and I've never had to pay for my own fingerprints and I never had to pay for the state registry training and I've never had to pay for my own CPR stuff I have all of those now, and I didn't pay for them. Mm-hmm. Why are we making these these hourly employees pay for this stuff, and then you'll you t- have me tell them that in the interview that you'll be reimbursed in ninety days, but unless they ask you for it, you don't re- reimburse them. Why wouldn't it just be automatic? It should be automatic, but she doesn't do it. I, I I'm sorry, but. It should be something. She's gotten this grant money from the government to to recruit and maintain staff and and blah 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 blah. She should be using a portion of that to pay for those things. Yeah. To then get the staff. I mean, how else are you gonna attract people to a to doing a job that most people would never want to do? Right, because it's a really freaking hard job. Right. Most people are not going to choose to do that work. Yeah. So how are you going to get people in the door? How are you going to keep them? That I mean, that's 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 the question that every company has right now: is how do you get them in? How do you keep them? Yeah, and it's it's if, hard. If you're not offering, I mean, if you look across the industry, 
either you're going to be doing something that other people aren't doing, or you're just meeting the basic minimum. Yeah. One of the two, but both of those things has to happen. And right now, she's paying more than most, but she doesn't offer um, health benefits, and she doesn't offer 401k, and she doesn't offer... And these are the things that people want. Yeah. But because she's a small business, it doesn't make any sense for her to offer them because then it, the the cost gets passed on to the employee because she's losing money already and that's too expensive for the employee to pay. So what's the point of offering it? But I just convinced her to offer vacation time and holiday pay and but even that, like she sends out, sends out a letter to each of the staff members saying they're going to get a merit increase, but they have to complete all these trainings and there's conditions upon the merit increase. That's fine. But you shouldn't say in your letter, it's, it's, it begins immediately if you're going to, if it's going to be contingent upon these mm -hmm. things being completed, because now you have a conflict of your words. You say it's going to start immediately, but you got to do these things. And then when she goes to do payroll this week, she was like, well, did, who, who finished the trainings so that I can give them their raise? And I was like, that's not what your letter said. And this is the problem with having a second language learner write a document for business that they don't understand. Like, they're not clearly conveying what they're saying. Mm -hmm. And so I told her from now on, you have to let me proofread these things before you pass them out because I'm the one who has to say to them in order for your raise to take place you must complete these tasks but in your letter you said it's immediate but you need to complete these tasks mm -hmm. so you're, it's a conflict like you're contradicting yourself in the same piece of paper yep. so if they took you to court they have this piece of paper that says it's immediate and you didn't give it to them yeah, I, I, I don't know. I. And then she tells me I deserve a raise. Well, then give me one shit. Give me a raise. Because Lord knows we could use it. And she offers, oh, well, I'll co-sign for a house for you. Or I'll co-sign up for a car for you. And I'm like, no way. Mm -hmm. Thanks, but no thanks. Uh-uh. Nope. Yeah, I don't know. I there's so many there are so many things there. To me, it really just comes down to not understanding where you are and the landscape of workers today. Mm -hmm. There's there's the two things. So even prior to COVID, none of that that she's doing would have really been all that acceptable. No. So there is that side of it. But yeah. then during and after COVID, or during COVID, we're still in it. Um, for some people, it's easy, it's better and easier for them to stay where they are, or not to yeah not to move, not to not to have experienced people that may have lost their job during COVID to even come back to that industry. Yeah. How are you going to get them to come back? You can't get them to come back doing whatever you did prior to COVID, right? Because they have no reason to come back for that. So, and I don't know if benefits have ended. All the way. I know some things I think have ended. Oh, but, they've ended. But, like, there's no coverage whatsoever for small business owners. If No, I'm talking about for individual people. No, I, they're ended. There's nothing. 
Now, I have seen... And, you know, COVID numbers are going back up. They are. I have seen recently, and I've been contacted several, several times about um, help if you've suffered from personal financial struggles through COVID. But I don't know that we would even qualify for any of this stuff. I'm not talking about us. These are for personal. This is not for business. No, I'm talking about for people in your industry. I'm not talking about us. Oh, well, but I'm saying these are the only things that I've seen is that now that they're offering personal help for families who have have struggled through COVID or whatever. But business-wise, there's nothing. There's no... We have what's the stabilization grants coming from the government to help our industry. Michigan gave us seven hundred billion dollars or seven hundred million dollars in March or no in January, and then we have another um, grant that we've just finished applying for for the second half of the year that should be awarded in June. Okay. But that's it. That's the only stabilization type stuff right now. And that is just to recruit and maintain staffing and... Yeah, but you got to take that whatever you get and you have to apply it directly to staffing because... Well, she, it's also to like help build your your facility and repairs and supplies and pay the rent and all I mean, these other things. Fine, but, but you still got to have you specifically, oh, your yeah. industry needs people so that you can then offer more care. I agree. Like, I... Okay, so I refreshed the the job listings weekly. Last week, I had zero applicants for four listings. Zero. So, I'll refresh it again tonight. See what I have by morning. But well, it's really... expect to have something by morning? It's really hard... To hire when you have zero applicants. Well, yeah, but you also, it's really hard to keep and offer something good Mm -hmm. to people when you're not using the funding that you're getting toward, okay, we want you to come, why are we making you pay for all this stuff? It's like, that doesn't make sense. It doesn't. I need you here yesterday. Yep. Why would I make it harder for you to get here? You know, as yeah. business owner, you're you're like, I, I need you here now. So well, I've, I've, let's I've let's let's pay. Her. Let's get your stuff paid for. Let's get you in here. Let's get whatever the training is or whatever that is. Let's get it done now. And if for whatever reason you don't stick around for ninety days, then I take it from your final pay, because she already charges them a hundred bucks if they don't stay for ninety days. For what? I don't. What's the hundred bucks for? I don't know, but she charges. It's in their offer letter. They sign it. They, they get charged $100. What's $100 for? Administration fees is what she says. It doesn't cost anything to take somebody off payroll. It may cost you to put them on. Especially if you're using... ADP. Yeah, some other outside thing, maybe. Well, I don't know. Does. But... Yeah, I... In this, in this current version of America you better you better stand out you and better find not, a way to like, stand out and she's not standing out for the right reasons like we get reviews from families 
and the reviews are always really positive for our current staff and for myself and for the care that they receive but there's never anything positive about how the business is run it, it, I mean we've gotten some negative reviews like in the first couple of months of her being open before I joined them and she's still fighting against that but I think she, what she's fighting is herself she's making poor decisions so we have children that should not be in the same room together just developmentally but because she doesn't see the value in opening another room for that aid group so to speak now the children are put in a place where they're not going to flourish as quickly as they could so if I have a, a room full of um, infants and I have a 4 month old and an 11 month old and the 11 month old has nothing to help him develop being able to walk or crawl or whatever I've got him there for 9 hours a day she doesn't see the value in opening a space that would be then beneficial for that 11 month old or the, the babies who are crawling to now build the muscle to move into the next classroom. She's only thinking about, nope, I want to fill up these other rooms with more children and less staff so I can make more money. And that's always her focus is making more money, not the quality of the staff, not the quality of care. That's my job I'm to sorry. worry about those things. I mean, yeah, but you also do have to do it within her parameters. Well, I, I kind of, yeah. Because I, I will fight her tooth and nail about things. But at the end of the day, she's the one with a bank. I have I have no say over how money is spent. If I did, it would be totally different. You know, I wouldn't have a, a cart full of things on the school supply website. And she's telling me, oh, I didn't see anything. It's just here's some, some construction paper for the next two months. Instead of all of the other products we had in there. I I don't know it's like it's like there is what you want and then there is what is necessary yeah and it doesn't sound like she's operating on what's necessary no. for the business to thrive she's just she's doing what Ahmed did well yeah and and I think I was talking to the licensor this week and I said, I really just want her to take the CDA classes, take them online, it's 70 bucks, she pays for them all the time for the staff. If she took any of those classes, she would understand the things that we are saying, the reasons that behind what we're saying. She has zero early childhood experience. She doesn't know what it's like to be a teacher. She doesn't have any of the foundation but she's trying to run the business without any of that foundation, so there are gaping holes in everything because of her. I mean, she's like a bulldozer. My staff wants to quit every time she's coming. Yeah, that and that can't be. No! Because <laughs> not in an environment where you are struggling to get people in order to provide the care, you cannot make the people that are already there not happy with being there. You yep. just can't do it. And if that's how you manage, then either you should stay away or you need to change because the people that you're getting in 
they're not going to change. No. Because this group of people are not going to work through all of that. They're just going to leave. Oh, and they do. Left, right, and center. That's what I'm saying. They're just going to leave. They're going to leave because right now they can just leave. And maybe make more money. A young lady who was there who had her degree, she was there for two days. I had to leave. And she was, the owner was there, and I said, listen, please be nice to this girl. She's only been there for two days. This is her second day. Please be nice. Next morning, I get an email from the girl. She quit because of the owner. Yeah. And she was very clear. Everything the owner said went against my education. It went against my philosophy of teaching. It went against my morals and my ethics as an educator. I cannot work for this person. That's why you cannot... If you don't understand education in America and what we do to become educators in America, if that's not something that you know about, then you either need to be quiet, stay in an office, hide yourself, but don't ever come out. Because when when people have gone to school for education, they do it based on all of those all of that stuff that's within them. So their moral standing, their ethics, all of that stuff, it all rises to the top when it comes to education. Yep. And then everything that you do is based on that moral standing that you have. Yep. Everything is yep. built upon it. And when somebody comes in and does not have that, yeah. then you're like, no, I'm not going to do this, you know, because well, you're always going to be wrong. Not the worker, but the the owner yeah. or whatever, because like you don't understand the basic, and that's what I kept going through with Ahmed all the time. It's like you don't understand the basics yes. of education. You understand Egyptians, yes. but you don't understand education. Yes. So that's why you're having such a big problem here, because the people that you have here want to be educated, but they don't want to be educated like Egyptians educate. Yes. And so... You don't know what that is. Like, yep. you don't have an understanding of what that means. Yep. But I do. And he never wanted to listen to anything I had to say. So I was like, okay, well, fine. Fuck it. You do it your way then. But you're going to see what you get because you're going to have people keep coming. Yep. And they're going to keep wanting to spend their money. But then they're going to realize that what you're giving them is not what they want. And then the word around town is that you're shit. Yep. Which is what was happening. Yep. You know, and... It seems like that's exactly what's happening with you. She's doing this stuff from a place, from a different place. She's not coming at it from an educator's standpoint. And she's not really coming at it from a business standpoint. Because if it was a business standpoint, you would offer all that stuff to get the people in there. So offer and to open up more rooms. You would do all of those things because it'd be the cost of doing business. Well, she said to me when she was here this week. Oh, I'm going to be here a lot in June. And I said, why would you do that? Oh, because my kids will be out of school and I can bring my kids. And I said, you can't bring your kids here. And she said, why not? And I said, because we aren't licensed for them to be here. You have school-aged children. And she just stopped like she'd never thought of that. Like her kids were exempt from the rules. Nope. Because they're hers. And I was like, you can't bring them here. It's not a It's not a family business. This is it's a, a franchise. This is not a place where they can <laughs> hang out. She's like... Oh, well, my mom is in town. She can keep them. And I said, that's fine. But please don't think you're going to bring your children here. Because apparently she brought them here one day when I was not here, not at work. And her ch- her daughter was rude to one of the teachers, was really snippy and was bossing him around. And he's older than me. 
That's not an acceptable behavior. Okay, but that's something that she shouldn't even have allowed. Well, he said, do I say something to her? And I said, I would say something. Yeah. But see, then the, the other side of that is, why would your daughter, why would a child be saying anything to anybody? Right. Why would she try to be bossing around a 60-some-year-old man? Yeah. Why would, why would she think that's an acceptable behavior? It, but why would anybody listen to her? I wouldn't. You know what I mean? I'm sorry. And, it, and he said it it's makes nice me that you know what you want to say, but fuck you. Right. <laughs> Who are you? You're a child. I'm, come on now. It's like I mean, granted, I don't even listen to thirty-year-olds. What makes you think I'm gonna listen to you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's that part. So it, it makes me worried because the staff really is uncomfortable with her around. The entire dynamic of the center is different yeah. from when I first started to now. Like, there is no daily drama. There is no issue. And we all get along really well. We communicate clearly. We are kind to one but another. That become that makes you a threat, though. Why does it make I, you a threat? Because it does. You can do something that she can't do. That is true. I can. And, that and makes all you, of the parents then that, like me. But then that makes you a threat. Yeah. You see, and I, I'm telling you, she. You got to Well, according protect, to the licensor, because she was in my office yourself. on Friday, um, she was like, "Listen, you are authorized by the state. You can go anywhere you want to go." And a drop of a hat, she's like, "Don't think that you have to stay here because you don't." And I was like, "I'm sorry, say what?" She said, "We both know that this company is not the best." And she, she said, you now are licensed by the state. You are state approved. You have the letter. All you have to do is take that into any interview and you are signed. I was like, I did not know that. And she said, you could probably make a whole heap more than you're making here. Which I don't know if that's true because I was looking through my emails last night and I get 500 emails a day. I'm not even kidding about jobs and I had at least 30 last night and none of them were paying as much as I make now but I mean that's the calculation I think that the other people that work there should be making they should be looking going my benefit package and my salary is so much better where I am that doesn't mean I'm going to take a lot of crap right? but that is a reason for me to stay I had it. I had three quarters of my staff tell me on Thursday that if for any reason I leave, they're going with me. And I just looked at them and I said, "What?" Like to me, that was so such a foreign idea that they would follow me to the next place. I, I couldn't wrap my brain around it because I've never been in that situation where I've worked for someone and if they left the job, then I would go with them. A lot of people do that. I never had that before. A lot of people do that. A lot of people because if you're if you're a director, that means you can you're in charge of hiring. Well, so that means you can yeah. then pull people, yeah. good people. You can take people that you know from wherever yeah. you were and bring them to wherever you are. Well, and and one of the parents, like we just did a tour of these parents, and they were asking me questions like, "If you leave, will your staff stay?" And I thought, that's an odd question. 
and they're asking about the diversification of the owner and how many different types of business does she run and these are questions I've never had before in childcare, but apparently the, their current provider, they have a, a large portfolio of businesses and all of them are suffering because they're not focused on one. And so the teachers are unhappy, so the teachers are leaving and that's why they're leaving their current center because their favorite teacher is leaving. And I thought, this is the weirdest thing I've ever heard. But I know for a fact that this is how it works right now because one of the teachers I hired came from another center and the reason she knew to call me was because a mom had one child in her center and one child in our center and she kept telling me from day one, oh, you got to get this teacher. She's so good. She's so good. And if, if she comes over, I'll bring my other child. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, the teacher calls me one day exasperated because she was being forced to run her classroom out of ratio. The director had screamed at her when she asked for help and told her she was incapable of doing her job, which she was doing two people's job. And instead of anything else, I was like, when can you start? So the mom moved the child on her first day. And, and so I kind of know that this happens, but the fact that these parents know that this happens is, is weird to me. People latch on to the, those that they think are good for their children, and they will follow them. Well, I have a, one male teacher. He's been teaching in preschool in this area for about eight or nine years. And I had um, a child enrolled this week. And as soon as they found out who the teacher was, instead of starting next week, they wanted to start immediately. They started last week, midweek, because of him because they, she's had him before when she was in a different center as a younger child, he would sub and they loved him. Mm-hmm. And so I said to him on her first day, hey, the parents know you. They told me all about you and where you worked and you know what you did and that you're the reason why they're here. And he just, he couldn't even believe it because he hadn't seen the child since the pandemic, mm-hmm. beginning of the pandemic. Yeah, but I, I, I don't know, I, I don't think I think people that own these places that don't really understand, really, they don't understand the landscape of what is done. They don't get any of that. They don't get that. It's most businesses are people driven. Yes. But this is especially people driven because you're dealing with new parents and all their insecurities. Yeah. And you've got to convince those parents that yes your child is going to be safe here but also your child is going to enjoy the teacher that they have here and we're going to look out for them educationally as well as their health and well-being right. and all that good stuff and I can't run those people away yeah because once your child gets used to those people if I run the teacher away, I'm potentially running those clients away yes, too. And that's, and that's what they're not yeah. understanding. Yep. And she hasn't really lost families yet because of staffing, but she also hadn't kept staff more than a few months. But she's going to. She already has. Like right now, we have some who've been there since the opening. We have only three left, four left who have been there since the opening. But then we have some who've started when I started or I hired them and now they're 
they don't miss time they're there every day they know all the parents they know all the children they have relationships with everybody that those are the people you don't want to piss off and those are the ones who are saying i hate when she comes here because you know she she messes up the flow she changes the rules she treats us like pawns on the chessboard which is what she was doing friday when i was not in the office trying to move people to places that they don't belong and she doesn't see that she thinks that she has a business and she can do what she wants to do because yeah. she owns the business. It's like, no, you own it. You are a franchisee. Uh-huh. And that's, you can't just make whatever burger you want in a McDonald's. Well, and I think You can that only made, make a McDonald's burger in a McDonald's. I think that was made clear to her this week because we had a corporate in and she was asking, you know, what happens if we have a violation and we lose our license? Do I just lose all my money? And they said, no. Corporate takes over. Corporate runs it. Your staff is all fired and replaced. And when we get everything in good standing, then you're given the keys back. But in the meantime, we run this mess until it's no longer a mess. And I think it was at that point she realized, oh, crap, what did I get into? Because she she didn't understand that corporate isn't going to lose the building. They aren't going right. to lose the clients. They're not going to they lose their investment. They aren't going to lose, period. She might lose for a little bit, but yeah. they aren't. It's like, how do you not realize that you had to, you had to have gotten a contract and you had to most likely had to have a lawyer read it? So, Well, you think because, they, I don't know. Like, we get this grant money from the state to help the business prosper. And for some reason, she did not know this, but there is a single solitary line in the contract that says any grant funds are subject to, like, there's a percentage of it that has to go to corporate Mm -hmm. in Florida. So all of these franchises in Michigan, anytime they get grant money, a portion of that automatically goes, and she was livid. They aren't even in this state. Why are they getting state money? You're this, a franchisee. And I just looked at her and I said, didn't you have your lawyer go over this with you? This uh, should have been something you knew ahead of time before you applied for the grants. I mean, you got to understand, a corporation is not in business to not make money. Oh, and they make heaps and heaps of I it. I know, but they're not. that's not why they're in. They have a... A thing, mm-hmm. you're buying their, you're buying use of their stuff, yeah, and you're trying to make some money. But for the most part, you're just an employee, without being an employee. But you're like an employee of the corporation. You just work yeah. for them, yeah, until you start to actually make over and above all your bills, yeah. But you're not supposed. That's you're a franchisee. That's what free. That's what happens when you're just part of a, you know, all you did was get access to the materials, you know, to use. And uh, I don't know. It seems like you would understand all of that. You would know. I would never want to be a franchisee, ever. Uh, I don't think I would either. No way, no how, no. I mean, especially after the stuff that I watched them go through. Um Apparently, she was forced to buy this thermometer for the lobby. The children are supposed to be able to stand in front of the the thermometer, and it would read their temperature. 
Well, she ordered one for this location and one for her other location. And the things don't work. So the child clearly has a fever. They take the temperature with the $20 thermometer and it reads, you know, 103.8. They stand them in front of the thermometer in the lobby and it will say 97.1. Oh my. So it clearly doesn't work. And she paid $1,500 a piece for these things. So this week, corporate is telling her, oh, you have to get these parent boards and you have to get these things and blah, blah, blah. And they're $1,400 each. And she just looked at her and she said, no, I'm not paying more money for things that don't work. Oh, but you have to have it. And she's like, no, I don't have to have it. She's like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm encouraging you to get this. They're really cool. And she's like, no, I'm not doing it. And I just sat there and giggled like, but this is what you signed up for. You signed up for a franchise. To be the same as everybody else. And they aren't used to somebody saying, no, I'm not spending $1,400 on a thing that doesn't work. Okay, but if it worked, you would spend the money? I don't think that she would because she's so she's so tight. But She's so as tight a, with as a As a franchise, there are certain things that you kind of have to do to then maintain your ability to maintain and keep that franchise uh-huh. like you can't just do it yourself you can't just do whatever you want to do you have to follow whatever the rules yeah. are for your particular franchise she kept saying the the woman from corporate don't you want to order these t-shirts for your staff for the teacher appreciation week they're only seven dollars each don't you want to do this and she says to her no i don't want to do that and and yeah, the woman says to her like 15 times in a in a 30 minute conversation. You really need to get these t-shirts. Okay, you really need and you must get are two different there things. There wasn't she never said you had to buy okay, them. Then, she was just trying to then, pressure her okay, into but buying then them. If she doesn't have to buy them, she doesn't have to buy them, Karen. And I was like, "Why would you I I just sat there looking at the two of them like What's the point of all this nonsense? What if do you she mean? doesn't have to have them, no. then why do you keep pressuring her? Because to buy that's them? how they're making their money. Yeah. What are you talking about? They, they're they, by selling to, they have a captive audience. Yeah. They're franchisees, so then they're gonna sit there and try everything that they want to make money on. They're selling to all. They they can't sell those things to anybody else. They can only sell it to the people that are working in the franchise, and yeah. the people that work in the franchise don't have access to say, yes, I will buy this or no, I won't. Yeah, it's only the owners of the franchises. Well, that can say, I guess we'll buy this or no, we won't. She asked me several times and I said, listen, you're barking up the wrong tree. I don't have any say in any of this. If you want somebody with the money to spend the money, you have to talk to her because she's the owner. I don't get to do this. Because I just kept saying, you know, talk to the owner, talk to the owner, talk to the owner. And finally, I had to spell it out. I don't get to make these decisions. Okay, but why? So what? I, I don't understand your point. Well, the thing is, is that she's pressuring me to spend the money. And I'm like, you're, okay, well, you're you talking to the wrong person. Right, if you don't have that. I don't have that. Then you don't do that. You're the director. You should have that ability. And I said, okay, I don't want it. But you also, it's not part of what she is allowing you to do. So, okay. And I'm not going to fight her over it. I mean, I have enough on my plate. I love what I do. I don't need to add more to it. I I, I don't know. I I think there are there's a group of people that have the means to start these things, but they don't have the knowledge 
to keep them going. Yeah. And those people that have the knowledge don't have the means. Yeah. Somebody asked me this week, why don't I go independent and open my own center? Actually, I had two staff members ask me why I didn't open my own center. And I said, I don't have any money for that. I mean, you'd have to... Have you'd have to do the exact same thing that everybody else has to do. You have to go and create a business plan and have all the plans and then market it or market the plan out to people that have money and get angel investors or whoever to yeah. come in and then, you know, that, I mean, like every other business, that's what businesses do. But I, I, I don't know. We'll attach it to the, the makerspace. We need a complex, man. We need. A, I told you we needed that art van building. I told her. I, was, <laughs> I, I told, told you we needed that like, building. What I really want to do is start a five hundred one c three, and have from pre birth, from pregnancy, pre birth, from pregnancy to adulthood oh, services. Oh my! To adulthood. Yeah, I want to have. What the hell? You? Had, I mean, that's like the. That would be like the that old the Kent County building down here. Okay. <laughs> that, I want to have like doula services. I want to have like parenting classes. I want to have child care. I want to have uh, before and after school care and tutoring. I want to have classes for seniors. I want. I would like to. I would have a building classes both. for seniors. Sure, things like you know your mom likes to do the sewing things and do stuff like that. I would love to do that stuff. <laughs> I want to, I want to have a building for everybody. I do. <laughs> but I don't know if that's really all it's that. It's not feasible. I don't know. I just don't. Unless you're gonna have like multiple entrances, you can. I mean, come on. Sure. Why not? But what my point is, you don't want all those groups mixing. Well, you could have a, a lobby and you know elevator to go to the different places, and uh, you would have to have a big building. I, I, you'd have to have the art van building. Yeah. I mean, you could, sure. But, yeah, I would like to do that type of thing. And Value City took the bill. But it's not in the wrong place. It's in the wrong place. Rogers Department Store. Right? <laughs> yeah, it would work. A that mall. An a old, mall. Like an empty an mall, mall. I would do it. I would totally do it. That would be the shit right there. An old strip mall. No, that's not, empty a, mall. that's not a strip mall. No, that's Rogers one big a, ass building. That's yeah, a mall. But I would totally do something like that. That'd be awesome. Oh, that's so funny. And then you have your maker space and your artist place. And, and the retail the space. The retail space and, you know, like a jimboree Yeah, because I got to sell all these paintings I just found. Did you choose the two I, I can take? You're just going to have to choose two. What if I choose two that you don't want to give up? They're all for sale. What are you talking I'm, don't, about? I'm auctioning these for make a wish. They're still all for sale. They're not making no money now, so. You can donate them for charity. For the most part. Um, yeah, I <laughs> sitting there looking at the shelving and doing my little string thing and put out, and I added some more strings in there to add the seven paintings that I did last week. And then I was like, went to Etsy and was looking up to see what was on there. I was like, wait a minute. I don't know where this painting is. I don't didn't see that painting today. Where is that painting? I was like, I didn't sell it, so where'd it go? And so then I sat there and I was like, where's that painting? I, these are the ones, the very first ones. And they've been on Etsy the whole time. And I was like, 
I don't know why. I don't know where these paintings are, but they're not on the shelf. And then <laughs> I opened up a tub and it was all the paintings. Oh, dear. I was like, oh, damn. All these paintings have been sitting in this tub all this time. They never got put on the shelf when I put the shelf up. So I was like, okay, there's some more paintings. Because the picture I took yesterday was just... It's, the, it's without those paintings on the shelf. If you go and look in there now, it's like, oh my. Huh. Like, I need to... I have to move the paint. You need a space, to, like a gallery space to hang them. Well, there's that too. Are you going to enter Art Prize this year? I don't know. I don't know if it's worth me entering Art Prize. Maybe Aaron and Keegan might be good. They got a digital I'm doing, art I'm do now. I know, but I'm doing, like... I'm doing regular abstract art. I don't know if that's abstract. Yeah, it's like in other words, it's not artsy enough mm -hmm. I don't know. to be in a, a a competition. You know what I mean? I, I just I to me it's not. I haven't I haven't done anything where it's like, ooh, this is really good. Like this needs to be in something. I haven't done anything like that yet, as far as I know. I've done stuff that looks nice or is, you know, this is pretty or whatever, but I just haven't done anything like that. Dude, you guys are out of your mind. What is this? It's the system. Um I swear the amount of sub stuff is ridiculous right now. Um, Alright, what else you got? I know one thing. I got my Ryobi system started. Where's your other piece? I'm happy about my system. Still waiting for it to get here. But does it say it's coming today? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. I even contacted Home Depot. What did they say? It's supposed to come today. Okay. And I looked up on FedEx and it's supposed to come today. Oh, so I did a thing. I'm sorry. So when we were up in China, um, um, sorry, working. Uh, when we were in China, I always had an issue buying clothes because the sizes are crazy. Okay, so, the sizes are not crazy. They're really small for really small people. So a five X in China is about a size twenty. No. A 5X in China is a probably like a size 12 in the U.S. It's very small for a 5X. So um, we're, we're planning on going to our niece's wedding in July. And so I needed to find a formal dress for the occasion. And so my sister-in-law says, your sister-in-law says, uh, check out this Chinese website. You know, my girls use it all the time. They don't have any problem with sizes. I'm like, okay. Now, in my head, I still have Chinese sizes going. So I order three dresses. I order three different, or two different sizes. And to my shock, two of them are too big. You know they're in America, right? I know, but they're they come from China. They are shipped. They, but they're 
not making them for Chinese people. They're making them for Americans. Yeah, but they're still too big. I'm shook that they're still too big. So now I have these dresses. I don't know what to do with them. Maybe I'll have them taken in the one because I like it. sell them. Maybe I could sell it, yeah. But at least one of them fit perfectly and I can wear it for the wedding and it's probably the fanciest of them all that fit perfectly. So now we just got to get you a suit. Okay. I'm looking forward to that part. That part's going to be fun. I need a bunch of shirts. You do. I've, I've been wearing the same the same shirts for a few years now. Yeah, the last time I bought you shirts was when right China. before we left Foshan, I got you a bunch. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I've been wearing the same shirts for a long 2018. time. So, yeah, we're going to have to take a trip to men's warehouse, I guess, and get you a suit. Get you some shirts and a no, I need what I'm when I say shirts, I'm talking shirts for work. Yeah. Shirts, not formal shirts for. But you still need, you wear button down shirts for work. Yeah, but I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't wear the shirt that I got for a formal event. I wouldn't be wearing that to work. Is what I'm saying. Okay, fine, but you still. My only request is that you get colors. Colors of what? Of shirts. Why do you have to have a request? You don't work with me. I don't care, but I get to look at you. No, and you don't. I do get to you look do at not. you. And you look great Wrong. in color. Not. You look fantastic I in pink take my, and take aqua my, and my, purple. My, my, my carpenter jean with my oh, white God, that's tennis shoes. So good. And Woo, the same color so shirt good. every day. All I need is just the... That that'd be my own little personal uniform. The same shirt, the same pants. I could be like um, Uncle Reverend Negro. Cornell West. Doctor Cornell West. You forgot the next sweater. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't listened to Hans in a long oh, time either. See, cause you are slacking. This, like I said, podcasts are on your phone. They are. All you have to do is literally. Turning them on. You have headphones. Oh, I don't understand that. I li- that's a, that's how I listen to everything. Is I turn on the podcast. Sometimes I, if I'm playing a game, podcast is in my ears. I, sometimes if I'm paint, podcast in the ears. If I'm working with wood, podcast in the ears. It's like, what, really? Driving in the car, podcast. I don't drive very often. You did last week. I only drove twice. No, last week I only drove once. I didn't have a car. Uh-huh, you were at work last week. The week before, you didn't have a car. Yeah, spring break. Podcast! Uh, uh-huh, see? Had to get my Tadra call on. No, no, see, you didn't, though. Ah, uh, he sets the day straight. Like I said. He gets me started for the eh, day. Well, that's why you're not, you're choosing to, you're making different choices saying, I wish I had done this other thing. I didn't say when, I wish. I said, I miss Rachel. You, you're you missing it because you're choosing not to listen to it. That makes no sense. Fine. That's like saying, I miss. Don't logic me. I miss, 
I miss showers. Why? Because I won't take one. <laughs> I take one every day. So. That's why I miss them. All right, you got anything else for the people? Uh, no. Did you find out when homecoming tickets are available? Nobody has said anything yet. I have a feeling it's it's not soon. I don't know why I thought it was like before the end of the year, the end of the academic <coughs> year. I don't know, but we're not there yet, though. Right, it's next month. Yeah, I don't know. When do you start the summer program? Do you know yet? Nope. Oh, but I do need to do uh, the form for her. I forgot about that. And... Let her know that you have a couple of days that you won't be able to be there. If it's in July. I think it is, but you know, like everything else, they get us up. <coughs> I gotta buy plane tickets next week. All right, that's it. That's it. You're, you're starting to lean. I'm almost done with my curdled drink. Right, and you're starting to lean. Why is it curly? I, <coughs> I got something in my throat. I could jujul it. I'll jujul. All right. Oh, boy. If you want to find the Traveling Fars, you can find us at the YouTube, Facebook, Pinterest, iTunes, Spotify, wherever awesome podcasts are found for free at the Traveling Fars. If you like the Instagram or the Twitters traveling fars i do a lot of stuff on the twitchers like daily you do um if you like the email traveling fars at gmail.com and the blog space the traveling fars.blueberry.net no ease in the blueberry you can find us on the patreon at the traveling fars <clears throat> you can find us on gofundme at the traveling fars and you can find our spreadshirt uh, shops on thetravelingfars.com or acaciamediacorp.com. That's it. That's it. That's all. Yeah. I got nothing else. Say goodbye to the people. Bye, folks. I'm chata curdled because the something over there was very acidic. Probably the apple pie because it hasn't done it with the cinnamon. Hmm. Okay. Say goodbye. Bye, folks. Peace.